My next guest, that's what friends are for, Congressman, Homeland Security, dear friend of the Rosenbergs. He was supposed to be on at 840, then Justin moved him to 740, and now he's on at 809. I get the blame? Why do I get the blame? Uh, Why not? Oh, okay. That's your job. I'll take it. Peter King. Pete, what's going on, big guy? Well, actually, I'm getting ready to talk to Len Berman, and then I'm going over to New York 1. I just feel like a bouncing ball there. By the way, Justin says that, listen, you're you're a Jewish guy, you make believe you're Italian, and you say, screw the Irish. That's true. I mean, this is it. I get bounced around. He's right. uh, No respect. No respect He's right. He's right. Uh, All that happens to be true. Justin, by the way, was... Oh, so mad at what you made him do, he was threatening to quit. I told him to hang on. <laughs> he said he'd he, rather work for Imus. Yeah, well, no, I don't know about that. But, uh, listen, if you go over to Len Berman, you may be able to attract a listener or two. He could use the help, trust me. <laughs> I, I would triple his rating. <laughs> yeah, from one to then. three. <laughs> He's like, uh, listen, Len's fine, Mike's fine. I don't I don't need to talk about the competition. We, we know the real deal. But, Pete, that was funny. You'll do MSNBC, but it better be with Errol Lewis. That's my friend, right? <laughs> that, the New York one, all of them. Anyone. I thought you were my friend. Now I get bounced around. You no, know, you might. Me in the corner no, somewhere. No, but that's, that's why we're great friends, because you don't bitch <laughs> and complain. You're so easy. Like, I love Sid, whatever. I'll do whatever it takes. And let me tell you, Pete, all kidding aside, People look forward to you coming on on Wednesdays. It's a big deal because you and I discuss a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. And we'll start here. I I did just say that we are uh, commemorating one year since the Uvalde mass shooting. Feels uh, like it wasn't a year ago. Feels shorter. But anyway, that was one of the more tragic days and and events in the history of this country, yes? No, it was absolutely uh, horrific. It was tragic. You know, it happened to those kids and those families and what they went through. It's impossible to even imagine it. But also, you know, you mentioned about the cops. Okay, the cops get down there, obviously did not do their job. But all over the country, everywhere else, that's the type of thing they do every day. I mean, you know, we don't even think about it in New York. If there's something like that going on, if there's some crisis, the cops go in. The firefighters go in. Same in Chicago. I mean, uh, Philadelphia. The cops, uh, 99% do a phenomenal job. And you're right. Too many people used that last year, what those cops did down there. Let's face it, it's a small town. They weren't ready for this. But this is what goes on. I mean, every day, the NYPD, Nassau County cops, Suffolk County cops, state troopers, they are constantly drilling for events like this. So they know exactly what to do when, God forbid, something like this you know, does happen. And also, they're able to prevent things from happening. They're able to move quickly. And they do it despite the fact that they're getting nowhere near the support and coverage they should be getting from the mainstream media and the progressive politicians and the New York Times, and there's other rags that are out there. No, I did see uh, your friend, the Commissioner Shul, again on Sunday. I've seen her twice now in the last month down by Battery Park, Pete, because about a month ago they unveiled 77 more names, police officers that have died in the line of duty in that beautiful memorial wall right downstairs from my apartment. And then she was there again this Sunday because my buddy Tom Biggers ran the annual NYPD Running Club 5K run. She was there, Pat Lynch. I got to tell you, man, she is so sweet and so nice. I know you, you were touting her even before Mayor Eric Adams picked her to be the commissioner. I love that lady. I think she's great. And she's a great lady, great person, and a great cop. She's a cop's cop. She did it all. She was a street cop. She was a detective. She was undercover. I first met her when she was heading the gang unit in Nassau County. Now, she's great. She really is. Uh, she, you know, she and Melissa worked together in the 5th Precinct, which is a tough precinct in Nassau County. Uh, she's a... Uh, Again, a cop's cop, and, you know, 
She's such a great public speaker. Yes. That's all from the heart. She writes all those speeches herself. She's a totally dedicated cop. And uh, I, I just wish she was able to be out front more often because the more people see her, the more they realize what a you know, prize they have there. Well, you know, you say uh, more out front more often, and I get that, too, from people who like her. They go, listen, I agree, Sid. I love her, but she's not really allowed to do her job. People feel like the mayor, Eric Adams, kind of serves as a commissioner. He's got another guy. Is it Banks? I forget his name. Yeah, Phil Banks. Yes. And uh, people say, I agree with you, Sid, but we don't see enough of her. And you kind of just said the same thing. Yeah, again, I, I, I'm not aware of all that's going on you know, in the inner circles. There, but the fact is that I, I just think that uh, if you want someone to be the face of the police department and also to really know what's going on, you know, Keyshawn is the one. I mean, if you go on social media, the cops love it. And it's not that often. It's my father's a cop for 30 years, and cops love to be, you know, You'll be critical of the commissioner. That's always part of the deal. You criticize the boss. They love her. They love Keyshawn because they know that she's out there fighting for them. She goes, she, and she's visited almost all the precincts in the uh, city. She's there. She works hard. Anyway, she's a, a, a real great resource we have. And uh, But, again, yeah, it is different, I guess, when you have a mayor yeah. who is a cop for over 20 years. So. Yeah. Anyway, so- I, I'm not questioning who's doing what. All I know is that I think the more people would see her, the more confidence they have and how great she really is. And you did mention Nassau County, so she's one of yours. And I know you heard yesterday I had the Nassau County executive, Bruce Blakeman, on late in the show yesterday, very late. In fact, the same time Craig Carton is coming on today at 940. And he talked about this uh, casino, a 17-to-1 bipartisan vote in favor of building a Vegas Sands at the Nassau Coliseum, a lease that you signed many years ago before the Islanders started playing hockey there. Now they got to get the town and the state. I get that. But he seems to think they're well on their way to building this huge casino in Nassau County. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, listen, yeah, it, it is important for the county. I have a bit of a conflict of interest here because my daughter is an attorney for someone who's sort of uh, competition there. But that, that's another story. No, listen. This Wait, is Aaron? Aaron is an attorney for somebody else there? Yeah, well, no, what it is is she's an attorney for someone who has a lease there now. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, okay. It's okay. A, uh, yep. yep. It, into gotcha. a lacrosse team, and if yep. the college team goes down, you know, they're out of work. So gotcha. anyway, that's, that's that. But, again, now Bruce is a good friend. And what he's shown here is this, this really took leadership. I think if you had asked people six months ago, eight months ago, would this happen, they never would have thought it, it would have gotten this far. I mean, Bruce has really gotten it out there. And also, with all the partisan politics around, he had a 17-to-1 vote in the county legislature. That, you know, that yeah, really says something. So I give uh, you know, Bruce credit for staying on the job. And forgetting what he wants done, getting it done, and he's been a an excellent county executive. Now we've been lucky. Laura Curran was a very good Democratic county executive. Bruce is an excellent county executive, and uh, to me, you know, we have a lot to be proud of in Nassau County. And we had Keyshawn Sewell going to the NYPD, and we have Pat Ryder, who's a great police commissioner. So we you know, and Ann Donnelly, we, you know, yeah. we're in great shape here in Nassau County. No, I agree. And I didn't realize my buddy Tom Biggers, who runs that NYPD running club, he actually drives Ann Donnelly. He told uh, Danielle that uh, Danielle's actually going to run the New York City Marathon this year. She's done 40. You know her marathon history. It's incredibly impressive. But yeah, she was ready to kind of retire. And Bigger has talked to her into running New York this year for the police department. How about that? Say, I have a tough time running around the block. I don't I know. know how these people do it. I, I, I don't know how she does that. Well, I, I, let's put it this way. I guess she would do anything to get away from you, kid. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can think of, you know. That's right. She became a great runner running away from me. Excellent job. <laughs> You're right about that. Hey, let me ask you about, I'll go back to the mayor for a second. We talked about the police commissioner, but 
you know, there's a lot going on here. And sometimes the mayor gets blamed for stuff that's not his fault. And by the way, much like a football coach or baseball manager, sometimes the mayor gets credit for stuff that he doesn't necessarily do. This migrant crisis, what would you give Eric Adams? What grade overall? Overall, I'd say a C minus. It's not a great grade. No, it's not. It's not. I I think he he, he really was wrong at the start by saying he was going to welcome them all, have people at the Port Authority, you know. He's like proud of the fact he's going to build this in Central Park. He's going to do everything else. Not realizing there's no end to this. It's not like we're taking in 5,000 people or 6,000 people. This is going to be endless. I think what he did was he opened the door and uh, he uh, went out of his way to say how welcoming New York would be, not realizing the consequences. Having said that, then he realized what was happening. I give him credit for taking on Biden, for taking on the governor, and for realizing that you know New York can't do this. But I also agree with what Lee Zeldin said. This isn't just money. I don't care if they give us a trillion dollars. The fact is New York City is not in a position to handle 40, 50, 60,000 people coming in. You know, let's face it, just let's say six months ago, before this started, we were wondering, can New York come back from COVID? Can New York come back with all the crime going on? And we, uh, it was a struggle just to survive there. Now, on top of that, we have 40, 50, 60,000 people coming in. And again, I'm sure most of these people are good people, but we can't take everybody in in the world. We have to do it in an organized way. Otherwise, we're not being fair to them. We're not being fair to the people living here now. And it's just a, yeah. uh, it's a mess. So I think the mayor made some big mistakes up front. He's trying to I give him credit. You know, people say he should be doing more in fighting the Democrats. I wish he would, too. But you have to understand the peer pressure you're under. I mean, he's got to somehow try to stay close to the Democrats, but also be an independent voice. And so, listen, I, also, you know, I, I don't know who else the Democratic Party you know, can even come close to him right now. So I think what you're doing by sort of prodding him along, Give him credit when you think he's doing the right thing, but don't give up on him when he does something that you know right. you and I might disagree with. Right. That's exactly what I'm doing. You nailed it, Pete. In fact, I think he's set to join me coming up on Friday. I spoke to Fabian Levy, who, of course, put Lou Molina on the show yesterday, the commissioner of the Department of Corrections. I did just find out, though, that uh, they are sending 3,000 illegals to Manhasset at 10 o'clock this morning. So be ready, okay? <laughs> well, I tell you, you always start in trouble. You and you and Curtis. <laughs> Hey, Curtis has been uh, pretty solid up to this point. He really has. So one more for you, Pete King. Today it's official. Elon Musk and Ron DeSantis. And look, you're a Trump guy. You were friendly with Trump. Still are, I guess. But you say, look, I love his policies, but too much drama, too much chaos. And I think that means you like DeSantis. I don't even know. But DeSantis officially jumping in today. I don't think it matters. I think Trump is still going to kill him, even with all the legal issues out there. What do you think? First of all, you know, it's, uh, next year is a long way off. I was a Rudy Giuliani when he was 20 or 30 points ahead back in 2007, 2008. John McCain didn't even uh, have enough money to fly around the country. He was carrying his bags around the airport. <laughs> Nobody thought he had a chance. He ended up winning. Primaries have, a, again, a, f- a funny life to their own. So it's, it's still a long way off. Right now, there's no doubt Donald Trump is ahead. But it, it's going to be a question of all these indictments. And was, I think most of them are unfair. But it's a question of... Uh, do people not they're going to hold it against Trump? They're going to say, "Can he really be president, fighting off all this? Can he really get the job done? How much of these are self-inflicted wounds that you know didn't have to happen?" But uh, no, I was I I know DeSantis. I'm not sure. I think I said this year months ago. I don't know if he's ready for prime time. Now he may be, and he may show that he can. But up till now, he's not shown himself. 
to be an effective national candidate as he was a very effective candidate in Florida. Florida is a big state. It's an important state. And he did, he's doing an excellent job as governor. And he was able to sell his message politically. So far, he's not been able to do that. I think he's got to develop more of a personality. But having said that, he's a very smart guy. Harvard, Yale, captain of the baseball team, uh, you know, an officer in the Navy, overseas in Iraq, all of that. And, uh, again, he, he's smart. He's a hard worker. But he's got to, I think, generate more. Whatever it is that Donald Trump has, people know right away they love him or they like him. I don't know if, if uh, DeSantis can generate that type of love that Donald Trump well, You can't. You're born with that. Donald Trump was born with a tremendous amount of charisma. You may hate his guts. I don't care. He's got charisma. DeSantis has none. And yet, Nikki Haley still out there this morning crushing Ron DeSantis in her new TV ad saying all he is is an echo of Trump. Our mutual friend, Anthony Carone, I like him a lot. He sends his regards to you, Pete. He says uh, Pete King is the best. And you are. Another amazing segment. Uh, that was a 15-minute segment and went in like three minutes. So thank you so much. I love you, pal. Yeah, I'm so mad at you. For no, you're not. Like a rubber ball no, you're not, guy, man. You know. No. In fact, next week, <laughs> we're not going to move the time. We're going to move the day. Next week, you're going to okay. be on Saturday at 10, and I'm off that day. Oh. <laughs> and I'm in Temple that day. I'm in Temple. <laughs> Good job, us. Pete, I love you. Thank you. Great job. Great job. Okay, thanks. Okay. Peter King's the best. He really is. He's got a great sense of humor. You know? How many guys come on the show that are former politicians that make you laugh? Like none. Peter King. He is the king. F. LeBron or Henrik Lundqvist or even Charles. The king is Peter King. And, yes, this goes out to you, Peter. That's what friends are for. <laughs>